Yes lads, what is going on and welcome to season 5 episode 9 of the Troy Sports Podcast. In this episode we are joined by the former road mile world record holder Sam Prakel. Um, it is clear in the very beginning of this episode that Sam has been a very very busy man. Over the past couple of weeks and months, um, obviously since setting the new world record in the newly recognized event of the road mile that can be uh, put forward as a world record by world Adre- uh, world athletics and um, that sam's win at the u.s road championships and um, allowed him to hold that official world record and um, not only since then has he prepa- been preparing for the world championships the road the road world championships and um, where he placed third in riga and um, a couple of weeks ago he's also been preparing um, to get married as well so he ran in the world championships on the 1st of October I believe and got married on the 2nd of or on the 7th of October so he's been a very very busy man so I really do appreciate Sam taking the time to come on the show um, and tell us all about um, his his season this year but as well we go through his time in high school running and as well as his time running at the University of Oregon and to now training with the guys in the University of Washington and while being a professional Adidas athlete um, and as well Sam's goals for the indoor season of course is the World Indoor Championships this year um, and as well obviously it's a Olympic year so Sam is hoping to get to the Olympic trials and make it all the way through to Paris 2024 so we'll definitely and be cheering Sam on uh, all the way through the indoor and the outdoor season. Like I said, I really do appreciate him taking the time to come on the show and tell us all about his amazing season and a lot, lot more. But before we get into this episode of the podcast, I want to give a big shout out and a big thanks to the sponsor of the show, Mini Athletics. And big thanks to all the guys over at Mini Athletics and, of course, Noel over at Mini Athletics, who we've had on the podcast as well and the 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 guys over there are supporting the podcast so i do want to give a big thank you to them mini athletics can support your kids all the way from walkers up to seven years of age in developing their athletic skills jumping throwing running while at the same time uh, developing organization and communication skills and a lot lot more through really really fun athletic games all the links to Mini Athletics and Niles Instagram are down in the description below from Niles Instagram, the Mini Athletics Dundalk Driver Swords Instagram and the Mini Athletics website as well if you want to get in touch for birthday parties and if you want to get in touch for fun days if you want them to come to your school and a lot lot more Mini Athletics can facilitate that so once again big thank you to Mini Athletics for supporting the podcast and all the links are down in the description below so make sure to check them out and but that's going to do it without further ado i hope you all enjoy this episode of the podcast with sam prakel so we're joined with sam prakel and the i suppose recently i suppose you, you, you lost the world record which you can go into or lost it was it was it was beaten but you know just a couple of days before that you were the uh, holder of the mile world record third uh, in the uh, road mile championships and um, so a, a lot of serious credentials there off the bat but from a more 
personal point of view, Sam, you've had a uh, a busy couple of weeks. So do you want to dive into that a little bit and maybe people listening in at home um, who may not be as aware of, of who you are and what you're all about, just give a general overview. But I'm sure um, anyone listening in aware with what's going on in the running world recently, they will, uh, they will be well aware. So I'll, I'll hand the mic over to you and uh, let you introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, recently it's been a pretty crazy last three weeks um, going back to the World Road, Road Running Championships in, in Riga, um, October 1st. Um, and the whole week leading up to that with the travel and everything um, was was pretty draining. And then going from there, I uh, went back to my hometown in Ohio. Um, I'm from a small town called Versailles, Ohio, population about 2,500. And and that's where I got married to my now wife, Katie. And she's also from Ohio, from kind of the same area, just a little, um, little south of Versailles in uh, a town called called Tip City, Ohio. Um, and had the wedding festivities and, and had a great time. Um, and then I flew back out to Seattle, where I live. I'm based in Seattle, Washington, where I train with the University of Washington um, cross country and, and track team. Um, and immediately got sick and rec- recovered from that. Um, went on my honeymoon, but now I'm back, back in Seattle, um, and, and kind of back to my routine and, and, and back to training, but it's been, it's been a crazy few weeks. My body, I think felt it in the end there. Um, um, I'm, yeah, I'm happy to be here and, and, um, happy to be, uh, sharing some of, some of the details of that with you. (laughs) Definitely. No, really, really looking forward to it. Um, yeah, like, like you said, it has been a really, really busy couple of weeks and your body definitely kind of feeling the the effects of it now thank god you're you're back healthy you, you had training earlier this morning we were talking a little bit about the time zones just before we started recording how was the body this morning in training and um, could you definitely feel the effects of, of the past couple of weeks or, or were you okay in that regard now that, that you've recovered I think I'm okay now I felt I felt pretty normal I mean my my normal Monday morning is is a training run six or seven miles and then and then some some strides and then I get in the gym and I do a little lift and I felt I felt like I normally do on on Mondays which was good I mean last week was a different story coming back I I uh, had to take um, a day completely off and then I was just jogging the rest of the week because with the fever and and other symptoms I had I just had to lay low and get recovered but I think by not forcing it last week I gave myself a chance to kind of get my legs underneath underneath me and 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 feel good for this week which is which is good um heading into another big training block this fall but yeah things are a little little delayed for me you know normally by this time of year I'm doing workouts and stuff but I haven't really started workouts I was still just coming off of like we said the the big past couple couple weeks but I felt I felt good this morning so I think I think we're in there heading in the right direction perfect perfect yeah certain starting to come um, back back around a, a little bit more um, and hoping hopefully to to keep the form from from the roads after after the past couple of weeks that we will get into um as the episode goes on uh, so you know we we will work work our way through i suppose your your years of of running take us back to 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 the beginning i suppose because it's always maybe for especially for the younger audience listening who who over the past couple of weeks have seen you go on to do great things who may be in a similar similar position to where you were maybe in your high school days leading into into your college days to kind of take us back to to that time period in your running career yeah i i mean i i've been running for for a while now i think i started pretty young i think relative to to a lot of people i i um ran in 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 middle school so i started 
let's see, for us, that'd be seventh grade. So around age, age 12 or 13, I was, I was competing, competing a lot. You know, I would, I would run cross country and track. Um, and was, and I was pretty serious about it from a young age. Um, but still, you know, wasn't, wasn't the fastest guy in the state or wasn't the fastest, um, recruit out there for, for, for colleges to look at. So I, I mean, I, I, I kind of had a steady progression through high school. I mean, I, I started, um, freshman year. I, I, yeah, I was running around 420 for the mile. So, um, was, was, was pretty good for my age. And, and it was, it was encouraging to, to kind of be, 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 um, you know, one of the better freshmen in, in, in the state, um, in Ohio. Um, but, you know, had some setbacks, had, had sort of a, um, a sophomore slump the next year and, and didn't, um, didn't, um, my biggest goal in high school was to win a state title. So I did, I, I won my state title my junior year, but I think it took a little longer than, than I, than I thought it would. Um, and then my, my best season was my senior year. And, and, and that's sort of what got the attention of some coaches. And, and I looked at a lot of schools, but, um, I just clicked the most with, with Oregon and, and, and it was hard to pass up the opportunity to, to run at Oregon. So, um, yeah, after kind of bugging coach pal there a couple of times with some emails and sending him race videos and, and all of that, we talked on the phone and, and he was, yeah, pretty interested just from watching some of my race videos. Um, yeah, I, I was in a really small division in high school in Ohio, so I didn't really get to race some, I didn't, I didn't race, you know, the, the top guys. So, so, um, I never really, I think ran to my potential in high school. Um, but just watching my race videos, I think coach Powell could see that I was closing really hard in some of these races and had a lot left and, and had, had a lot of potential. So he, he was, um, eager to get me out on a visit and, and, you know, once, once I visited Eugene and, and saw, saw the support that track has out there, I, 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 um, I was pretty keen on, on going and, and, um, yeah, that, that's just a very abbreviated story of my recruiting process. But I looked at a lot of different schools and and um, took a lot of visits. But um, yeah, I, I ended up at Oregon and and um, improved a lot there. But but yeah, I mean, I, I had a pretty, um, you know, supportive experience with running in high school. My coaches kind of held me back and did a good job keeping me healthy and and I had I had good 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 um pretty good teams and, and and training partners um but yeah a lot of it was just kind of um self discipline and 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 um training a lot by myself as well so um yeah I I yeah I've always yeah running I think was always my number one sport I play a lot of different sports too I played a lot of basketball and 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 baseball and soccer um so by the time I was in high school though I was pretty much focused on running. I did, I did swim team for, um, all four years of high school as well. So, um, that was just something to do in the winter because it was too cold to run outside in Ohio. So I was in the pool and cross training. And I think that did, did, um, um, did a good job of maintaining my fitness during those colder winter months. Um, but yeah, I, th I think having a pretty balanced background in sport, but, but at the same time, kind of knowing I had a talent in running and, 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 um, knowing that, was what was going to take me far all, all along. Um, but yeah, was, was, was running, I think fairly seriously from, from a young age. Um, but yeah, got to Oregon and was, was, was probably, you know, far from one of the best guys on the team. So had to, had to climb the ladder there, but we can, we can dive into that later. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Like tell us a little bit about that 
progression that you've seen in college because you know it, it, it's a lot of people's dream to, to go and, and run for Oregon when they when they get to that I suppose age um, and and you know Oregon is is known especially nowadays with, with Hayward Field and a lot of the guys that come out of Oregon and um, like Cole Hawker and Cooper Tier over the past couple of years to go on and, and do great things but for you personally you know through your time in Oregon then you know you, you see your credentials coming out five-time All-American 2018 Pac-12 winner Tell us about that progression that you've seen in your own running through your collegiate years. Yeah, yeah, I was um, I was pretty nervous going to Oregon. I, I knew I wasn't the best guy. I knew the recruiting class I was coming in with was insane. And we had guys like Edward Cesarek and Jake Langang, who were the top guys in the country. And I was just afraid I was going to get dropped every workout. Um, I was I was not going to be good enough. Um but I think I kind of at the same time enjoyed enjoyed that challenge of, you know, being pulled along. And, 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 and um, I think that's truly what makes you a better runner is, is kind of people around you who are better and, and you can just kind of get dragged along in workouts. And and if you're putting forth your best effort, I mean, you're you're, you're going to get better if, if people around you are are um, are better than you. So, yeah, I started off um, in the redshirting kind of my cross country season freshman year, but ran indoors and outdoors for Oregon, my, my true freshman year, which was valuable experience um, and ended up making the national final um, in the 1500 um, in, in 2014, my true freshman year and ran 341. So made it made a pretty big jump my freshman year. But I think a lot of that um, is uh, due to Coach Powell's just um, personalized training and, and knowing I was pretty underdeveloped. Um, so, so kind of slowly progressing me through the fall and the winter to a point where by the time we got to the spring, I was able to, you know, handle, um, a little more mileage and, and a little more intensity in the workouts. Um, so yeah, had, had a really good freshman year. Um, but, um, yeah, the progression wasn't, it wasn't perfectly linear throughout my time at Oregon. I had, again, a little slump my sophomore year, had some injuries, um, and then junior year, uh, made another jump to a 338 for the 1500 and, and qualified for the Olympic trials. Um, and then I was 337 in the 15, my, 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 my fourth year there. And then my fifth year, I was 336. So I, I got a little better each year. Like it was small, you know, small little jumps, but at that level, I think it was, it was big enough to, uh, continue to, to, um, gain, gain some attention and, 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 and the possibility of going pro. So it, yeah, it, it didn't happen overnight, but I think, a lot of time, you know, in the gym, a lot of time out on the trails, just putting in, putting in the work and, and not, not always seeing the results in races, but, you know, uh, racing a bunch and, and getting a lot of opportunities, I think was, was huge for me at Oregon. I was lucky to, to be able to have Hayward Field there that hosted some good meets and I was able to race against some good guys and kind of see what it took um, to, uh, to, to be a pro athlete. Um, and then I think by my third or fourth year, I, that, that was the goal was to go pro and continue my career in running, you know, after graduation. So had a yeah very unique experience at Oregon. It's, it's kind of, you know, almost, almost in my eyes, like better than being a pro athlete, just because the amount of support they get as a program there, you, you every, everything's taken care of. Um, it's physio. Pro at Oregon though, isn't it? The, the facilities there are unbelievable. Yeah, the facilities, you know, it's it's probably the only school where you can be a track athlete there, but kind of get the same level of facilities that, you know, some other football teams get that are that are you know, making a lot of money and and, pull, and, and um, 
getting all the resources. So yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there with the new Hayward Field, but even with old Hayward and and then some of the facilities across the river over by the football field that we got to use, it was it was a professional athlete experience for sure. So very lucky to get that experience and and it was pretty special being a part of a really good team too that we won a few national titles and track so that was really fun to be a part of no you, you mentioned there some um about you know when when you were coming through your senior year in college time you knew you were good enough to gain some attention to then leading into going to going pro and like like we mentioned there five-time all-american and then in 2018 you were the pac-12 um champion which was your final year in in oregon and then in 2018, in that same year, you signed for Adidas. So, so tell us a little bit about kind of finishing off your senior year and then signing for Adidas. Was were the talks going on while you were still in Oregon? Um, and then it was kind of just finalized once you graduated. And were there other, I suppose, shoe brands in in the mix there? Did you have your heart set on on Adidas and they had the best deal for you? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, throughout college, I had the the dream of going pro, but really had no idea what what that process looked like or what it, how it would go. And, and I think my whole last year at Oregon, my coach just said, don't worry about it until after the season. So I focused on the college season, ran NCAAs in June. And then after I graduated, you know, um, and was out of eligibility, then, then, then I started to talk to some agents. You know, I remember after my race at, at NCAAs, I, I talked to a couple of agents and, and that was the first step was just like signing with an agent that, that I liked and I felt comfortable with and someone who I knew would, 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 would work for me because, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I knew, um, my, my resume I think was, was good enough and, and my, my potential was, was high enough to, to get, to get some sort of contract with, with a shoe company. So I just wanted to, uh, yeah, I mean, back then, I mean, nowadays, I, I don't know, some guys maybe try to do it without an agent, but 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 when I when I signed with an agent, that was kind of the, the only way we knew how to go pro was the first step was to sign with an agent. And then after that, they kind of do most of the work. Um, I don't see what goes on behind the scenes, but they're talking to um, any shoe company um, that I want them to talk to, plus other ones, just to see like what's out there. And, and Adidas was the first offer I got. Uh, I remember reading the contract over at USA's, which was about two weeks later, um, and thought it looked good. Um, the only the only issue was I didn't know where I was going to train or who was going to coach me. But um, you know, fortunately, that same week, my coach at Oregon um, announced that he was moving to Seattle to take the head coaching job at the University of Washington, and Washington also was transitioning to an Adidas school. Um, so it kind of it kind of worked out perfectly the timing was perfect for me to um sign with adidas and still keep my coach so i mean I, i've been with my coach for 10 plus years now so he coached me at oregon and now he coaches me as a pro um so i think that to me was was the biggest um reason i went with adidas is because they kind of let me stay with my my current coach and i felt like we were on a pretty good progression um so that, i mean I'm, I'm i'm really happy that that worked out i did consider some other companies you know um, I wanted to consider uh, OTC Elite and Eugene with Nike, um, just because I loved Eugene. I'd lived there all of college, and I considered staying there. Um, but again, I think the option to 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 go with the Adidas offer and stay with my current coach was too tempting to pass up. And and um, yeah, I mean, I think I ended up signing August first, so it took a while for all the paperwork to get done, but. For the overall, I mean, pretty straightforward for me. I was pretty lucky to have good agents and 
and good people, you know, consulting me and, and giving me advice on um, that whole process. But yeah, I mean, Adidas has been awesome. I've been with them for, for over five years now, and, and um, I, I hope I can finish out my career with them. So um, yeah, yeah, that, that was the summer of, of 2018, which was, was a busy time. And um, I, yeah, I remember I ran USA's, got, got um, let's see, 2018. Yeah, I got seventh at USA's that year and then flew over to Europe and ran some races um, before signing my Adidas contract. And then once I got back to the U.S., I signed, I, I finally signed and then started racing in the Adidas kit at some domestic races and then finished out with Fifth Ave that year. So, um, yeah, 2018 was a special year. And, and um, yeah, like you said, I think winning winning Pac-12s was was probably the highlight for me just because it's such a it, it was a such such a deep conference and in the 1500 to um, doing it. And that event was was fun. So, um, yeah, it's always fun thinking about all the all the fun things happening in 2018 for me. <laughs> Definitely, and it all does lead to that one point, I suppose, in, in terms of finally signing that professional contract. And, and for you, Sam, it did seem like everything just fell into place, you know, with, with Washington becoming an, an Adidas, an Adidas-sponsored um, university and, and, your, and your, your coach at the time in Oregon then uh, moving, moving over to Washington as well. It, it did really all seem to work out perfectly for you, and, and it, was, it was meant to happen. But for you how important was it and and currently is it to be still with the same coach from from your time in, in Oregon and do you think that is is one of the reasons why why you've continued to develop as the athlete you, you know they say if it's not broken don't fix it and and it clearly is working especially over the past year on the road the the you know the the credentials that you've added to your resume have 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 stacked up and do you think that that fluid contract you know transition from from Oregon to going pro is, is is one of the reasons for that happening yeah I mean I think that's probably the main reason like you said that was my mindset when I was going pro was if it's if it's not broken don't fix yeah. it and had a good thing going um and I was improving every year and 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 Andy knew me so well as an athlete he he he, he knows what workouts work for me he knows what um you know stimulus I respond well to um as far as like speed or strength and, and, and what time of the year we, we, we work on those things. And, and, um, he, uh, he, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's one of the best coaches in the world. He's developed some really good guys in college. Um, he's, he's, um, a really, um, yeah, just, just smart coach. He, 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 he's, he's really good at coaching confidence. He, he, he gets you ready for those big time meets, you know, any championship meet, he's going to dial you in and you're going to show up to that meet confident and 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 knowing you'll have a you'll have a shot to either make that team or get a medal or whatever your goal is so yeah he, he's 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 a coach but he's also kind of a psychologist and and i think he coach, coaches confidence very well you kind of see it i see it every day with the college kids and i've seen it with myself so um i i i think i i realized at the time that i i had something special um by being um, an athlete of his, and I didn't, I didn't want to leave that. So, so I'm, I'm happy I got to, got to stay. And I think, I think that is, yeah, one of the main reasons I've continued to improve. And, and um, we work well together. Um, you know, he, his main focus is the college team, obviously. But I, I'm a pretty independent athlete, and I, I communicate well with him. So if we're on the same page, we just kind of, um, yeah, we, 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 we click. And, and um, I, I. Uh, yeah, at this point, I mean, going into my sixth year as a pro, we kind of have a good a good system down as far as, you know, what we need to be doing in the fall to get us ready for indoors. And then that kind of carries on to outdoors. So 
I like, I like the system I'm in and I like his training. So, um, yeah. And I think that's a huge part too, is just believing what you're doing is working. Um, and, and I've always believed in, in the training I've done. So I think that's, that's key as well. And, and will you jump into to training sessions with the Washington guys as well, or is it more one-on-one? No, I'll jump in with, with the Washington guys. They're, they're my training partners. Um, I go to training most days, um, and, and do sessions with them and, and they push me and I push them. I, I feel like at this point, the team is so good. It's basically a professional training group. We have guys who have run 351 and 352 in the mile. So they're, they're just as good as I am. So it's, it's been, it's been, um, a fun group to be a part of, especially the last couple of years, um, with the, just the caliber of the team. So, um, it's been, yeah, I, 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 I jump in with them as much as I can. And, and it's kind of nice because there's usually year, almost year round, there's, there's someone in town that I can work out with. Um, and, and they have, um, a pretty, pretty deep team. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, we, we do have a couple other post collegiates that, that, um, I, I match up with, um, but for the most part, it's the college guys. And was, uh, Brian Fay on your team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was for the past two years. And I, I, yeah, I had a lot of, lot of good workouts with Brian. So, I mean, he was just a pleasure to, to train with just, just the energy he brings and the passion he brings. And, and, um, yeah, he, he was, uh, one of my favorite workout partners the past couple of years. No, that's, that's really cool to hear, obviously, because, because he's one of our own over here in Ireland who's, who's doing great, great things. Obviously, he just signed for Nike and, um, he, he's the 5k national record holder. So it, he, he clearly had, um, a great a great team behind them you know with, with the whole group in washington and and yourself as well so it, it's clear to see why he's um he's developed so much as, as an athlete over the past couple of years um yeah adidas adidas themselves obviously you've an athlete has have, have come on so so much over the past couple of years and, and that was seen through through your time in, in oregon as well but adidas as a company now are, uh, are really starting to shake up the shoe game we we seen the berlin marathon with a two-hour 11 uh, 11 minute world record holder on, on the female uh, world record new world record on the female side um and of course your uh, of course your world record on 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 the side of the, the road mile um, it's it's really starting to to, to come on in leaps and, and bounds because there was there was a while there you know a couple of years ago when if you weren't with Nike you, you kind of weren't in contestant for medals but I'm sure you're you're seeing firsthand how much Adidas are developing as well. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, I, I I mean yeah, the, the, those the, the the shoes that that they um, have been developing. Um, I mean, for, for, for racing, it's, it's huge. Cause that's, that's, you know, that's the whole, the whole point of why you're training is, is, is to race and, 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 win. But in, in training, I think that that's the biggest difference those shoes make is, is when you're training. Yeah. You're just able to, to put in so much more work and recover faster. And, and yeah, I, I still haven't gotten my hands on the, the pair of shoes that, um, I was, that was um, actually one of my questions. I was going to ask you if you, if you, if you got the opportunity yeah. running them yet. Not, not yet. Um, I asked for them for the Riga race. Um, and I, I think they're saving them for most of the world major marathons. They're, I think they said they're only, they only have enough pairs for two athletes per major marathon to wear. So they're pretty limited right now. I mean, I think they only had like around 500 worldwide and, and I think they only reserved, uh, I don't know, uh, 20 or 25 for the pro athletes. And, and, and that's a pretty select group. So, I think as a as as a miler, I probably won't won't be top of the list, but I think they're they're saving them for the marathoners. Hopefully, by the time they're they're you know 
people are getting them up off off the shelves and you know they've been worn in a, in a couple of marathons over the next few months um as as the marathons continue to uh, to progress um until track season comes comes back around and, and cross country season finishes up you'll be able to as well as get your hand on on a pair then because they look unbelievable yeah I, re- I really hope so i mean I, I i still can't believe the specs with how light they are um and if they still perform the same as as the audios pro what i've been wearing then 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 i think it's a very dangerous shoe <laughs> definitely definitely contesting um there with, with the nike alpha next percent too so that that's the thing like like i mentioned over the past couple of months and, and years since you know the the, the alpha fly came out there, there was there was talk about nike having having the unfair advantage but it's great to see now the not only the adidas team developing with, with athletes like yourself and and all and, and many marathon runners across the world but the shoes developing at a similar rate so it's great to see that that balance kind of um coming into play and and and, and on the topic of of road shoes and and the road um itself over the past couple of months since since about april when when you placed first in in the usa championships on the road it's it's been a a progress a, a, a season of progression for for you have you have you fallen in love with the road racing over the past couple of months i i feel like i've yeah, I've, I've always loved the roads and this year's taken it to the next level i mean i i, I saw that the world road running championships was adding a road mile last year around this time. And, and when I saw that announcement, I got really excited. I was like, I need, I need to run that race just cause I, I love running on the roads. Um, so I'm, I, yeah. And, and this kind of, um, blew up a little bit, but I, 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 yeah, I, the reason I scheduled my wedding for October 7th was so I can be Riga October 1st. I was like, cause we were early October, like, well, do we do October 1st or October 7th? I was like, well, like I did see this thing going on October 1st that I kind of want to do. So let's schedule October 7th. Um, so that we, we planned ahead and we planned around this this race. And I, I, I knew that it'd be something I'd want to do just because, um, yeah, for some reason, I just I just um, I just love love the road mile. And, 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 and I feel like I, I could could get behind other distances on the road eventually. Like maybe I try road 5K someday and and um, move move up to that at some point. But. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the roads. I th- maybe it's because I grew up in in rural Ohio. And I did most of my training just on flat asphalt roads, um, and 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 have have a good good feel. And I, I think it's also just like my 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 I get really good response from the roads because I, I I put a lot of like I was never good at cross country. I, I always sunk sunk into the grass and the mud because I just put so much force into my foot when I went. But when on the roads, I just get all that energy returned. So I think I just really I just really, I'm really well suited for the roads for some reason and, 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 and the track too. Um, but I feel like the roads feel a little more, more, I feel a little more freedom out there. I feel I run, I race a little more relaxed and I think that's maybe how I race the best is when I'm, when I'm relaxed and, and maybe not as structured as a, as a track race. So there's a little more, having a little more fun out there. Um, but yeah, I, I ran a lot of road miles this year. Um, the U S championships in April and, and, and then one a couple weeks later in Atlanta, um, at the Atlanta city games, um, and then ran fifth Ave, um, and then the one in the one in Riga. So, um, yeah, I feel like I just have a good time out there with the road miles. So I'll probably do as many as I can. Um, but at the same time, you know, track is the main focus and, 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 um, I have big goals for next year in, in the 1500. So, um, that's, uh, that's always going to be priority number one, but, but the roads are just kind of fun to do, um, to break up the training and, 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 um, 
see uh yeah see some some, some different sides of the sport definitely and you know although you said the, the track is is the main priority and especially coming into an olympic year as well it is going to be a focus for athletes a- across the world but maybe going into this season on the roads you didn't expect to, to pick a world record up uh, along the way just because of, of how the the regulations in terms of the road mile being an official event and an official world record event so talk us a little bit about that process from your point of view and um, when, when you found out that, that your road mile time from the USA Championships was actually going to be recognized as, as the official world record time. Yeah, it was quite the process. I went, went before the race in April in Des Moines. They, 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 they said that they, they went through all of the um, requirements and, and um, accreditation and everything to make it a certified course. And we had drug testing. So they're like, if you... Um, run under 350 it'll immediately be a world record well i knew like being early april i don't think we were in shape to run under 350 so we knew um that wasn't gonna be the case but then in the back of my head i was like well whoever wins this race if if the time holds up throughout the summer it could be ratified as world record september 1st so i was aware of that back in april but then we ran the race and i won in 401 i was like oh there's no way 401 is going to hold up. Surely there's other road miles out there where where people will run faster. Um, But I just think there weren't as many, you know, certified courses that had drug testing and all the requirements to to um, certify a world record. Um, Maybe just a handful of races that had that and and none of them ran faster than 401. So I forget exactly when it was. But in September, I I didn't get um, how I found out about it was um, I think I had to look up one of my um, times. Um, on my world athletics profile page and I pulled it up and it said world record holder on it. And I was like, what? what? Um, so then that's how I found out. And then I think a couple of days later, my agent was like, yeah, like it, 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 um, it got certified and, and you need to do a press conference and, and we need to like know what shoes you wore so we can um, get it ratified. Um, so, so then it became a reality and, and it felt pretty cool. You know, it's cool. It's a, it's an event that's special to me and I've been running the mile for a while. Um, so it's, it's an honor to, to, you know, hold the inaugural record, but at the same time, I knew it wasn't the fastest time and it was sort of, a um, more of just, uh, um, being in the right place at the right time in Des Moines for that race. Um, um, but it, yeah, it, it is a testament to, you know, my consistency and, and always, you know, showing up. Um, at the races that matter. So I think winning a U.S. title and, and, and um, against a good field and, and, and um, holding on to that world record for, for the month of September felt pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and does that come with, you know, being labeled as, as a world record holder? I know that you mentioned there kind of due to how the world record fell into place. It, it, you, you knew it kind of it wasn't the fastest time now in saying that in the world championships, on the road you, you put in an amazing performance so there's there's nothing there to question your your ability on the road compared to other world-class athletes and um, but at the time when the the world record became official did i don't know did it did it boost your confidence it did it did that label come with a level of, of pressure going into the world championships um that's a good question i, I don't think it changed um my mindset too much it, it did add some pressure going into the world championships you know i um was asked to do the press conference two days before and and was was introduced as a world record holder and I, I think i think there were some expectations that i performed well at that at that race because because um 
from that from at that time I, I was you know on paper the fastest um, guy in, in the road mile so so I knew I knew I wanted to run well and, and I, I knew I could I, I know I know I, I kind of um, have what it takes on the roads to to compete with with almost anyone I do it every year at fifth Ave you know I, I go into fifth Ave, I've run fifth Ave you know five times now and every year I go in as one of the slower guys on paper but I end up finishing you know near near the front I've been third twice there and, and I'm, I'm finishing you know ahead of guys who have run 330 or faster than 1500 or stacked field this year with josh kerr and there as well so like mm-hmm. it, it, you know especially the season he came out with on on the track there, there was an element of kind of presuming that that he was going to take the win this year at fifth avenue but yourself coming out with, with a six a six place finish with the depth of that field as well was was an amazing result yeah thanks yeah i that, that race was um was pretty was, was very deep and and i i do think i made a couple mistakes that cost me a podium there i i think i got a little greedy and was trying to get around george mills for second place and ended up blowing up a bit and got passed by three guys right at the line so sixth place you know is still really good but i think i think in reality like i was yeah kind of within within um you know a couple inches of maybe maybe getting third so um, you know, it, it was it was a fun race, but yeah, I think that still gave me some confidence going into Riga because I was like, man, these guys are, are, are uh, coming off a season where they've run, you know, 328, 329, 330, and the 1500, and I'm I'm right there with them um, in a road mile, which is which is a little different. Um, so so I was able to gain some confidence from that, and and then yeah, we got to Riga, and on paper there are some guys faster than me in the 1500, but but I knew I knew. Um, I could I could hang so I, I I yeah I think I think there was some added pressure but but I was able to handle it and and I'm proud of you know the result I was able to to, to come out, come away with in Riga. Definitely a, ter- a third place position um a third place finish and of course on the day there was a new world record set um so it was it was a fast race it wasn't as if you know y- y- you got third place because you know people were fr- fatigued from the, the the track worlds or the the field on the day and. In, in on the roads and Riga was was just as, as as deep and of course that that was displayed through the new world record that was set so coming away you know out, out of road season this year and um, of course you know attention to be kind of refocus on the track maybe as soon as possible but with being a world record throughout the sea world record holder throughout the season and getting a bronze medal at the world road championships in Riga is is the roads now something that maybe you may apply a little bit more focus on for years to come yeah i mean i think we'll see where um the world road running championships go as an event i mean it was it was a, it was an awesome event um but i st- i still think a little more emphasis is put on the the world track championships yeah, but you know, future if, if if the world road running champs becomes this huge event then, then maybe i'll i'll transition put, put some more focus on on the road miles and and, you know, at, the, at this point, um, you, you still qualify for the road championships through yeah, the, the track USA championships. So I still need to put all my focus into the track if I if I want to make it back to world championship races on the roads. Um, but I, I yeah, I mean, I, that race in Riga was 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 good for me. Um, it's it, 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 it stings a little bit to lose the world record, um, especially finishing so close behind Hobbs. Um, I mean, but all the credit to him. He 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 executed well and, and had a well-timed kick. Um, but you know, I think there'll be some more opportunities next year to to possibly get that world record back. So 
um, it is it is worth it to maybe put a little more focus on the roads if it means getting getting another world record. Um, so yeah, I think 356 is 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 um, a time that a lot of guys um, are going to be looking at as you know sort of a, a reachable world record. So we'll we'll see what happens next year. Yeah, definitely. Now this year has maybe pushed the the, the road mile on a little bit. Um, you know, people looking on and, and seeing, you know, people like yourself and, and Hobbs getting world medals and, and setting world records. It may even push the, 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 the road on a little bit more. And next year, the depth may be even, you know, further um, along than it was this year. So, like you said, we'll have to just wait and see kind of how the, the, the road championships are developed and, and if people kind of latch on to, to the initiative. But this year for... For yourself personally, it was um it was a great I suppose display on on the road for yourself and and like you said between the first of October and and the seventh you you were um you you were getting married it, or there was it was a period of building up to your wedding so that alone must have been a very very busy period for yourself. Yeah, I mean the whole summer was busy. I'm uh, just planning the, the wedding and even even leading up to to Riga, it wasn't my 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 best lead up to a championship race it wasn't an ideal training I, I i was i think putting more focus on the wedding and making sure that everything was in place for that because then when i left seattle for riga i wanted to make sure like at least we had most of the stuff put together and and then and katie was in a good place to uh to then fly to ohio and 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 even the whole weekend in riga i i, I my mind was 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 mostly on the wedding and and i i, I think i don't know it, it was um yeah very 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 busy but I, I i think once 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 i got to the race i could i could flip a switch and, and focus on the race but um yeah the wedding planning was was um was a lot i think i think if we could do it again we'd probably get a wedding planner to help us out but we did it both her parents katie's parents were great and, and they helped a lot and, and my parents helped too and it was a whole team effort so it, i mean and it worked out great the wedding was fantastic but man just like change seattle to, to riga was was 10 hour time difference and then and then i had to i didn't sleep well in latvia and then then leading into the wedding i was pretty tired but was able to rally and and have a good time but yeah then going back to ohio after riga um that was long travel and then and then um just the festivities throughout throughout the week with family and friends um it, it was all incredible and I, and, I, and i was able thankfully i was healthy during the wedding but then but then after the wedding it just my body just crashed. I think, I think I asked too much of it, but at least I made it through the weddings healthy and, and, and was able to have a good time. Um, and everything, everything went pretty, pretty smoothly. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, um, if I would recommend, you know, racing, a European, <laughs> um, seven days before your, six days before your, your wedding, but look, it's a very uh, rare, I suppose, occasion for, for many people. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I'm, 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 I'm glad I, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad, I'm glad I could, could come away with a medal and, and make it worth, worth the trip over. Definitely, definitely. No weddings. Um, I, I, I hear anyway, weddings are difficult enough to, to um, organize without having to run on, on the world stage at the same time and, and prepare for that. Um, I suppose it's a roller coaster of, of, of emotions the, the entire time. But, but like you said, you done it. You came away with a world medal and. And of course, um, you, you got married and, and got the honeymoon and all sorted out. Um, but then just after the body crashed. But like you said, it, it, it's coming back around now, which is um, really, really great to hear. 
now now that roads are over and, and a really busy summer period for yourself is over what what's the current plan what's the current schedule looking like in in terms of your running so normally in the fall i put a race on the calendar in early december or late november um just to uh shoot for something and 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 have something at the end of the fall to test the fitness so last year i did a 5k uh in boston and trained for that and and i think that was early december um but but this year since i raced so late i raced october 1st so it was a lot later than normal and and had to take a break and now i'm coming off that break um i I don't think my next race will be until um january so i'll just do a normal indoor season starting up in january and and put in a huge um training block november december so um right now I'm, i'm just um building back up my mileage and getting back in the gym and, and starting some workouts. But then when, when November hits, I think I'll, I'll, I'll get up to, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be running, you know, 90, 95 miles a week and doing some, some longer long runs and, and all the strength training that's required to, 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 um, maintain my fitness throughout the, the indoor and outdoor season. So I think, I think that's, that's key is putting in a base now and I'm just kind of slow playing it a little more than normal where whereas in the years past i, I would have a head start and, and I'd, I'd already be kind of in the thick of training right now and and i'd, I'd try to race in december but i think this year i'm just going to train in december um and then race in january and and um focus on some so yeah some pretty big goals indoors i think i think there's another world championship team that that i'm going to try to make and and then also it's always fun to try to run fast indoors just because the conditions are always predictable and the tracks are fast so um yeah i think just get excited for that and in a big year um starting in january for me definitely no like the 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 indoors are are something to focus on especially with the the world championships um this year in in the indoors and but of course we all know it is an olympic year um and and we've seen over the course of the 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 world championships this year and of course on the on the road and with yourself and hobbs there in, in the mile the depth in terms of the u.s team heading into an Olympic year has has arguably never never been been stronger of course you USA have have had many outstanding athletes in in the middle distance um for for you know the the duration of of the the, the competition but you know the of course the indoors but everyone I'd say you know the main main focus for for the months to come um would be the Olympics and, and I'm sure that may and be be the same for yourself sam and um, but but before getting there of course the olympic trials are something that you need to qualify for and um and get through and, and you mentioned earlier in the podcast that the olympic trials is a scenario that you've you've been in before so so how are, how are your targets set on the olympic trials and then fingers crossed paris 2024 yeah i mean like like you said i think the um the, the biggest challenge for, for American athletes is getting through the trials. Yeah. It's, it's a very nearly than the Olympics itself. Once you're there, <laughs> you can nearly relax. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, for me, my main focus is those that are, um, those three rounds at the trials. It's different than a normal U S championships where you have two rounds, our trials, we do three rounds. So you have a, a heat and then a semifinal, and then the final. And then, and then yeah, the goal is to get top three in the final and, and yeah, I mean, th- this year with Yard and, and Cole running so fast and, and a bunch of young guys up and coming and and then you have some veterans who, who, who are coming back into the picture. It's it's going to be a really interesting event, a really um, challenging event to uh, to, you know, not not only get top three, but just get a spot in the final uh, at the trials. I think um, 
yeah, it, it's it's um, gonna gonna be very very challenging. And and at the same time, though, I think I've always done well just focusing on myself and and getting myself prepared and and not really paying attention to what other guys are running throughout the season. If I show up to the trials confident. Um, I think I have the experience and, and, and just the way I run rounds and, and the strength I have. I think when I get to the final, I'll, I'll be in a good spot. And, and yeah, the, the goal is to make that Olympic team and, and, and run in Paris. And I mean, I've been really close a lot of times before. I was the alternate for Doha World Championships, um, the uh, Oregon World Championships last year. And then again, this year in Budapest, I was the first alternate. So I've been the first man out three times now. Um, and, and I'm just really eager to you know get a shot at racing at the world level, I think I think if I do get to a major championship outdoors, I I could I could make the final. I, I could run those rounds um, in a way that that um would um yeah give give me a shot at, at running running fast and running well in the final. It's just I've never gotten the chance before, so um it'd be it'd be cool to to yeah get top three at the trials. But again, yeah, it's a, a long process getting to that point and. And um, I think, yeah, the reason I talked, you know, so much about indoors is because I think a good indoor season sets you up well for outdoors. And and if I can find some success indoors, I think I'll I'll I'll, I'll carry that momentum to the outdoor season. Definitely, and, and especially after the the amazing road season you had, there may be a bit of a target on your back going into into indoors. And um, hopefully, if you have a really good indoors, leading into outdoors as well. Do you know what I mean? Because as much as there was, you know, the the legal side of of the the world record of of the road mile coming in this year in your favor that that still has a a, a mental knock-on effect to, to your competitors because they know the standard in which you can run at. so hopefully going into the 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 indoor and the outdoor season there could be a target on your back that everyone else is kind of you know okay this season we need to keep our eye on sam and um, but like you said thankfully you you've been good at being able to just focus on yourself yeah, I mean, I, I think last year, I mean, last this past, this whole season in 2023 has been my best year as a pro runner, which has been um, fun. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, thinking like I need to back up my performance. Like last indoor season, I I won the 3K in the indoor USA Championships, and and I think going back and defending that title would be would be something that that would I would love to do. And and then um, yeah, that that's also another target on my back is is. Um, being someone who who does put a lot of focus on indoors and and um and 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 running running fast on 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 the short track as they say now but um yeah I think um I think it's gonna be exciting. No, definitely. And Sam, I can't wait to um I suppose cheer you on from this side of the world uh, throughout the indoor season um and and the outdoor season. Of course, like you mentioned there, um trying to retain your your indoor title um while making a U.S. team for for the world indoors and then um. Fingers crossed, all going well a little bit later on into next year, heading over to, to Paris for the Olympics. But of course, the trials are, are the one thing standing in your way. And like we mentioned, the depth in, in middle distance running over in USA at the moment is is is, is next level. So um, look, we'll definitely be, be all cheering you on. We wish you all the best of luck and thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, appreciate appreciate you having me. And, 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 and yeah, thanks a lot for the support. No worries, no worries at all. We'll definitely be uh, be following you really, really closely as well. For everyone watching and listening at home, we do re really appreciate it, and we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.